Blog Talk Radio. Docket for the night, Kettle. All right. I'll get my gab on, y'all. Behave now. Yeah. What's on the rundown? Can you be okay, everyone? Our hot topics tonight. Behave, Papa. You turned it down there, like. Behave, Papa. Anyhow, our hot topics tonight is uh, peace in Korea. Really? Yeah, right. Let's see what that, that's going to be about. It could happen. Well, we have Ben Carson, our boy back in the news. Ben Carson wants to triple rent for the poorest of the poor. Also, um, the, the hot uh, topic for tonight is Cosby found guilty in sexual assault retrial. Uh, hidden and quitted headline, teachers walk out in Arizona and Colorado. Also, the Port Authority official resigns. Ronnie Jackson withdraws name from Vets Administration Secretary Consideration. Also, Ford to stop selling all but two cars in the North America. Really? Truly. Um, mm-hmm. Golf Club justifies calling police on black women. What's popping with Papa Diddy? Allegations. Our weird news. A man who survived beer attack gets bitten by a shark. Okay. Texas man sentenced to 50 years for fajita theft and also fake shadow boxer helps single Japanese women feel safer at home. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, if you burst, if you bust one, bust them all. Living for the city with Papa Didi. Got a surprise for us tonight. My Hollywood wrap up. I'm going to talk about Abba, uh, Ann Curry, Avengers, and Beyonce. Also, the cocktail of the week is a firecracker. Pow, pow, pow. Pow, pow, pow. Okay. 
I'll kiss it less in the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, because that's what we're doing. And we're going to come back with the hot topics. Girl, what are you using on your skin? And your hair looks so thick and beautiful. I've got a secret. I know you're going to share it with your girl. Well, just between you and me, I found a new product that makes my skin glow and my hair fabulous, too. It's bull semen. No bull. Stop playing. For real. Bull semen gives me this glow and keeps my skin nice and soft and feeling good. Where in the world did you get bull semen? From a bull, of course. But only my distributor knows for sure. I can hook you up. Check it out. Bull semen is great for your hair, nails, skin, and everywhere else where it doesn't feel right. Just warm the tube of bull semen. Put on some Barry White music. Massage the tube using slow circular motions. And when the semen comes out of the tube, put some in your hair, on your nails, on your skin, and wherever you want. Before you know it, you'll be glowing, your hair will be growing, and your friends will want to be knowing. I'm ordering my tube of bull semen today. Order two. I'm almost out. Bull semen. Do not use internally or pregnancy could occur. And we're not responsible for that. Order yours today. And that's no bull. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi, and we're with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. A bonsoir, darling. Okay. So. What's going on? What's the first uh, Our first story tonight has to do with uh, alleged peace in Korea. <coughs> Bullshit. <coughs> okay. <coughs> really? Alleged? Okay. All right. I guess I got to talk first. What are you talking about? Well, 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 well. Let's see if this will make any sense here, because I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> the leaders of North and South Korea agreed on Friday, which is today, hello, to declare an official end to the Korean War after 65 years of hostilities and work toward a common goal. Really? Um, of removing all nuclear weapons from the peninsula. The South and the North confirmed their joint goal of realizing a Korean peninsula free of nuclear weapons uh, through complete denuclearization. The declaration included promises to pursue arms uh, reduction, seize hostile acts, turn their fortified border into a peace zone, and seek um, multilateral talks with other countries. Interesting. The two leaders declared before um, our people of 80 million and the entire world there will be no more war on the Korean Peninsula and a new age of peace. Hmm. Kim became the first North uh, Korean leader to cross the heavily fortified, um, demilitarized zone into um, South Korea this Friday. As Kim crossed into the south, he shook hands with Moon before bringing his counterpart back over the border to the north for another handshake. Okay. The leaders then ventured into the south peace house, um, which had been outfitted head to toe in custom furniture and artwork heavy with symbolisms. Okay, so Kim signed a wow. guest book, and the two leaders went in for negotiations. Uh, he says, a new history begins now, 
at the starting point of history in the era of peace. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. That's all we can do. And that border went up a little small payment. Did you see how they stepped over it? Mm-hmm. It's just a line. Divide north and south. countries, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's almost like if you step over my line, I'm, you know, beat your butt. Almost you know, like, like North through. Philly and West Philly. Exactly. Wow. Or like the D.C. Maryland line. Or or like Riggs Park and Michigan Park. Exactly. Yeah, between the park. You you walk over one from the other, unless somebody told you, you wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. But I'm not not sure what the difference is as far as North and South Korea. I mean, do they believe in the same things or do they believe in different things? No, the one is... Yeah, they believed in different things. free and the other ones are... Communist or something? Okay. Kim Jong-un is a dictator. Okay. That's who um, Trump is with running the, after. With the emphasis on dick. Anyway. Yeah. yeah anyway. Speaking of those, let's talk about Ben Carson. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> that was a good segue. Okay. Yeah, that was a good one. Ben Carson. Yeah, Ben Carson. I, I don't understand what's going on with him. Now, mind you, this man used to be a brain surgeon. Yeah, he used to be. He still he is. I mean, I don't, th- I don't know if he's still he performed some of the performing most any medical stuff. So you can't take anything away from intellectual or intelligence or... Or being a doctor, but damn, what is he doing now? He's creating havoc over there at uh, HUD, Hous- uh, Housing and Urban Development Agency, that's, where that's he is job. in charge that's of. That's job Trump could, uh, Trump could find for him. Yeah, why he didn't make him They're like medical, in charge certain, of Veterans Administration, general. where you're dealing with people's health for the veterans and stuff, would have made more sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. But I guess because he was black, he mm-hmm. said, you get in charge of the projects and the housing things and mm-hmm. go handle that. Gave him that big old ring of ring like a janitor holds your face. You know, oh, my big ass ring to go swing a belt loop. <laughs> With all the keys on it. To the fucking broom closet. <laughs> so anyway, what he's up to now is he's got this proposal that they're pushing through that basically would triple, triple the rent for the poorest people in America mm-hmm. because he feels that this is going to help them become more self-sufficient. He says if you if they have to pay more, then they'll do more. And if you're forced to pay more, you'll do better and you'll get up off of the need for all this public assistance and pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah. and do what you have to do. Where they don't get the money. Exactly. These are people that are struggling. I mean, we're not talking about people that are just having babies to get a check. We're talking about people who work two and three jobs, barely get a chance to see their family because they're working two and three jobs. They're just trying to survive. And now, these are most of the time, these are people who make less than $20,000 a year, and now you want to triple their rent? I, I just don't even understand the logic in this. But basically, the plan and inc- the proposal included having tenants pay 30% of their adjusted income toward rent, which is capped at $50 a month for the poorest families. Now, when you're really, really poor, like under the poverty line, $50 might as well be 500 Anyway, the uh, proposal sets the family monthly rent contribution at 35% of their gross income. Mm. 35% of your gross income, not your take-home, your gross income, deductions and all of that stuff, or 35% of your earnings working 15 hours a week of the federal minimum wage. So under this proposal cap, it would it would take the rent up to about $150 a month, which is three times higher than the current minimum. 
and that would affect about 712,000 households. The proposal also encourages the establishment of work requirements for recipients of federal housing subsidies. And um, I guess this is basically what he's saying, is to get the people that are shiftless welfare recipients to earn their benefits. Yeah, so they now you want to call them shiftless if they're not working. Do you, get out do you think that's actually come from Ben Carson or, or his boss? Well, it's coming from his, this is his proposal. He submitted to the administration. Okay. So I don't know. Who, 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 who do you want to blame? He is sure. the boss of, of, of that. Yeah, Secretary but, of HUD. But this, right. what, he what submitted these, the, the proposal. The things he's saying, though, sounds like what would come out of a white man's mouth. But this has been what he's been saying all along. He's been saying this stuff when he was on the campaign trail running for president. All right. He was talking all this old crazy stuff. Well, we can't believe everything that comes out of the mouth of, uh, you know. Well, surgeon. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, when, you know, I mean, even back in the day with slaves, being we had slaves that, that did everything for everybody for free and everything, who, who's to say that, that uh, anybody invented anything where a slave could have invented it and the white person took advantage of it? Well, that's what yeah. happened back then because the slave was not allowed to hold a, uh, what do you call that thing? Yeah. Not a copyright, a, a patent. Mm-hmm. Slaves weren't well, allowed to hold the a white patent. Just took the credit because right. slaves didn't have a voice. You think right. Betsy Ross actually sewed that fucking flag? Are you kidding me? That was a, that was a slave that sewed that flag. Mm-hmm. But that's what history tells us. Tells us, yeah, the Betsy Ross did. Did Betsy no. sewed that flag that was, with that her was, own two that little hands? That was big mama. Did that shit. <laughs> Big Mama saw that shit, and Betsy Ross woke up next morning and said, "This is nice. Let me turn this into the government mm-hmm. and become famous mm-hmm. and all that." Please don't well, believe it. Don't believe so, it. So I mean, it's 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 not written in stone. It's just a proposal. It's a proposal. Right. So hopefully it won't get approved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I I just feel like now he's they're going after punishing the poor people. You don't think they have it hard enough? I mean, I, I could understand if you wanted to have a work requirement mm-hmm. that basically said, you know, if you're going to receive certain amounts of welfare or public assistance, mm-hmm. then you have to have some kind of employment or something. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't even fault them for trying to add that kind of requirement. But tripling what people have to pay, making them have to give up 35% of their salary like that? I could see maybe over time then that might, you know, the logic might push people to to – you know, do better as far as education and this and that to make more money. So if they have a five-year plan that you stay in on welfare, so to speak, because welfare is supposed to be for temporarily. Right. Back in the day. But I do believe a lot of people have abused that, you know, that privilege. So, I mean, I can understand what he's saying, but maybe maybe gradually. It's just so drastic from if you're used to paying $25, some people are paying $10 for rent. Mm-hmm. Now it goes up to 150. That's a big jump. It is. I mean, you know, things. 35 percent of your gross. Things could change. I mean, crime could be more prevalent, and some other things. So I mean. But what doesn't make sense is when you say 35 percent of your gross, that implies that you're working, because if you have a gross income, that means you have a job. Mm-hmm. So now you're penalizing the people who are working, mm-hmm. who are contributing to our economy. They're paying their taxes. Mm-hmm. Why are you gonna Why are you gonna punish them? It It just doesn't make any sense to me. I guess maybe he's just trying to do away with all this. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like it to me. Yeah, that's what it does sound like. They're trying to phase it out one way or the other. Right. 
They're going to do something. Either they'll kill people off or people will fall off or people will do illegal stuff. And see, then when the crime rate goes up because people are robbing and knocking folk over the head and because they got to pay the hundred fifty dollar rent or whatever exactly. it is, yeah. Because they're trying to just feed their family, you right. know. Right. Well, when we Baby say needs diapers. I mean, nationally. I mean, see, I think he's talking also nationally, and you also got to realize too that when you say poor people, he's not just talking about black people now. No, I'm talking mm-hmm. about poor people. Poor people is every every people race under people. the poverty line, or people living at or below the poverty mm-hmm. line. But I, I guess they've gotten so people that that has jerked the system and just gotten lax. Oh, I can just sit back and get welfare. I mean, prime example. Look at the movie Precious. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Monique. She played the mother, and she was like, you know, you go in there and fix me something to eat, and you go down there and go get your welfare check. You know, it's a cycle. So maybe he's trying to break yeah, this the cycle. cycle is yeah, so, I mean, I don't fault the man, but it could be a I gradual think. thing. I mean, they may have to go back and forth on the table on it and, and negotiate some things, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. I just think it's a heartless plan that has not been well thought out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you're obviously not a Ben Carson fan. No, I'm not. So that that reminds point. me. I'm going to put him on the kiss it list. Oh, okay. Anyway, I'm going to turn it over to you, Papa Didi. What you got for us? Now, let's talk about Bill Cosby for a minute. Uh-oh. How about that? Okay, bring it on. <sighs> you know, to me, this is rigged, you know. It looks like he's going to be joining the rank and file of James Brown. People, These people have gone, the celebrities have gone to jail. James Brown, Michael Vick, Mike Tyson, Martha Stewart. I'll leave out your girl. And various other people that, um, you know, it seems like when it comes to the defense, there's no defense for some people. When they go in on minorities and women, you know, it's, it's, no, it's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. But you don't see Harvey Weinstein or, or anybody else who was really pushing up on women viciously. I think his time is coming. Going nowhere near. Yeah, okay. He, he well, then let it. his time come. Because time came and Tyson's yeah. came. And we can't be sitting back saying what's going to come. Yeah, I'd like to be a millionaire one day. But uh, anyway, Bill Cosby found guilty on a sexual assault uh, on his retrial, uh, which was rigged for the beginning because when they when they came to a hung jury on the first trial, they were all pissed off like, oh, we'll get him next time. And they did just that by first rigging the jury. You know, what was it, uh, six white? It white, was two uh, blacks and two the blacks. rest were white. Yeah, exactly. Now, and the, and the trial was held in black-ass Norristown, Pennsylvania. Okay, we're still getting no blacker than that. That's the black, the last black line before you get to a, a town called King of Pressure, where, which is an area called Valley Forge, which is uh, where all the, you know, where everything starts to turn, you know, half-ass lily white or what have you. Mm-hmm. But uh, Norristown is black as ever. You know, I used to hang out in Norristown. And um, it, it, it's just amazing how you couldn't find a higher number of black people in a town that's predominantly black. But anyway, comedian Bill Cosby was found guilty on Thursday of three felony counts of uh, aggravated uh, indecent assault by a uh, Montgomery County, Pennsylvania jury. Cosby's now 80 years old. He was retried on uh, the three felony counts. And uh, for uh, doping and sexually assaulting uh, this young lady named uh, Andrea uh, Constance in 2004, all right? And she's 44 years old. She looks about 100. Um, She was a a former woman's basketball coach at Temple University 
for a cause. He was a trustee and a major donor during the time of uh, their, their assault situation. Um, I really thought that this lady, Constance, would get her hair done a different way, but she still came in there with that little nappy afro. So um, what are you going to do? So this is a, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying this because, you know, when you, when you go on TV to go to court and things like that, I mean, the world's seeing you every day. And and the clothes she wore, I've seen better stuff hanging on the rack in the Salvation Army at a Goodwill, you know. And this lady just came in there looking all homely. I think that was the plan because they tried to make it. Then you had the other women that weren't in the trial that were, I mean, if I sound biased toward this, it's only because initially this, this case was sealed. And they made Cosby a promise when he did a, uh, we call that the, the uh, when you do the court thing, uh, the... The sealed. Well, it was sealed, but he also did, uh, well, what word am I looking for? Hmm. He did the uh, deposition. He did oh, a deposition, mm-hmm. and they said, well, this, can, this is going to be sealed. We just want to know what happened, and he, he was saying different things. And he unsealed it and took him to trial. So he was shanghai from the beginning on that. And I say that because of myself as an Af- as an African American male. Well, call me a black man, shit. For y'all that African American bullshit, um, you know, it it, it could happen to me. You know, it could happen to anybody, where you could just be drawn in by the okie doke, and fall for the crap. You know, and and you got Harvey Weinstein out here in Hollywood. He was just a predator from the Himalayas. I mean, this is generations and generations of new. Actors who, who came along saying that as soon as they got off the bus, as soon as they stepped off the Greyhound bus, if they were sexy and good looking, you know, Weinstein ended up pinned to the wall, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was he was the original maker of the casting couch. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he just had it all. He just, it wasn't even about drugs with him. With him, it was about an opportunity. Now, what's the difference in you giving somebody a drug and offering somebody an opportunity? What is the difference? There's no difference. There's no difference because when people want something now, my, like I said, I'm not I, I'm not being so unbiased on this or, or unsympathetic to the particular situation, but I'm saying too that I think that Cosby's wife Camille seems to be a very liberal woman that allowed her husband to just let himself be who he was. You know, mm-hmm. she wasn't overbearing, she wasn't jealous, she wasn't riding his ass or or you know just sweating him like whatever. But the young lady who was in this, this trial here, this lady with this little curly afro, whatever it was she was wearing, um, she knew he was married at the time. Mm-hmm. But but all these situations, well, when we was over his house and we was alone in the study, well, what that, why the hell were you alone in the study with a married man? Did that ever, did it ever did that ever come to your mind? Mm-hmm. You didn't even you didn't even think about the matrimony stuff. You was there for your own particular needs, and you knew that you know Camille was probably out of town or she was in her other part of the house because, you know, he was a millionaire. He had a mansion, you know, and, and you, you are all starstruck. So you follow lead on everything. And then all of a sudden, once you wasn't a flavor of the month no more, now you're going to, you know, get a little attitude with things. And I'm not, I'm speculating and talking stuff, but I'm just saying deep down the side that this whole situation was the fact that you spent a lot of time with a married man under his roof. But you didn't care about your moral code or, or ethics. But now you want to go in to get or do whatever you want to do. And then what got me, too, is the other ladies that was out there who didn't say anything until 20 years later. They're all outside the courtroom, kumbaya. And this one black girl out there, I don't know what her name was, but, man, she rolling all over the place. And she hugging, hugging on uh, Aldridge, that uh, 
the lawyer. You know the female lawyer. Yeah, Gloria. Gloria Aldridge. She she's just a, she's a snake in the grass. You know she's like a damn crocodile when you put your foot in the damn water just to wet your damn toes, and the crocodile bites your damn leg off. You know she's just always there when any case got to do with anything or anybody. She's always. I mean, people got to understand that if you've seen the O.J. Simpson trial. And and the and the, re, the repercussions of that, you would see how at least five hundred to a thousand people became famous just based on that trial alone. Mm-hmm. Are still commentators and and anchor people and legal representatives like your girl, the crazy looking chick out of a uh, well, she's on CNBC now. She's on the um, who's that? The one that had the little the facelift around her lips. Remember, she was looking all crazy. Oh, you talking about Marsha? No, no, not Marsha. Oh. She her nose was bent and she had her nose straightened out. Um, man, it's it may look good for a minute, but then she reverted back being a you know, looking <laughs> hideous. Uh I don't remember her name. Oh man, what was her name? She was with a guy named Cossack. He's he's a lawyer now on ESPN. Damn, what is her? I forget her name. Yeah, if you if you're a caller and you listen to the show, press one if you know the name of this lady, uh but she had her own uh Greta Van Zant. Yeah, yeah. Greta Van Zant. Greta Van Sant and Cossack were, were a team on the OJ trial working with, I think, CNBC or CNN or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now they broke off, and she got her own show. And the guy, Cossack, her partner, the other man, legal guy, he's a legal guy on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And all these people started on um, on the OJ trial. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many people that, that veered from the OJ trial mm-hmm. out to their own particular existence. That's how sensationalized this was. So... I mean, getting back to what I was saying, if I lose my chain of thought, all I'm saying is that uh, now, according to it, according to uh, this trial and all this here, uh, they're saying it's an extraordinary case to have a jury service. Uh, Judge Stephen O'Neill told the juries after announcing the verdict that uh, that you have sacrificed much, but you, you have sacrificed in, in the service of justice, trying to make them feel good about this. So. Talking to white folks, and, and when it was if it was just black folks, he would said you're dismissed, you know, go home, what have you. But he's ironing them like they did some great service. Anyway, the service and the the sentencing date for the comedian has been uh, set. All right, each each count of the uh, felony charges carry at least ten years, so he has he he could spend up to thirty years in jail, you know. And do you think he's really going to end up in jail? Well, I think that first of all. I, I think he should get to the point now where, as the saying goes, you can't put a price on your freedom. So, therefore, you need to look at how much money you got. You need to start liquidating some of this money now. And you should spend this money now to keep your ass out of jail by mm-hmm. extending the – extending the. Uh, you you need to show that poor-ass town of, of Norristown and get with some of your real rich friends and, and – uh, you know, see what they could do to, to help facilitate you so you can extend your time and, and stay out of jail. I mean, well, they already said they're going to appeal the decision. Right, and you should appeal and sometimes it. sometimes appeals can get dragged out. Right, and if you got money that you could throw in those appeals and have all kinds of different – he's got a great lawyer too, you know. And uh, so hopefully he can uh, extend his time and, and just relax. I mean, because I saw something on TV the other day, and I'm, I'm going to cut it here. And you wouldn't believe all the people, all the black people in the world that died of um, hypertension. You know, hypertension based on, um, well, I think most of your being a diabetic had things to do with it. But hyper, hypertension with black folks is just in our DNA. And 
I just don't want the brother now to, to develop a hypertension situation and be too worried about this and and just be cool. Just be cool. There's nothing you can do but follow the law the law aspect. You know, don't okay. don't go out like that. Mm. So good luck to you, Bill. Yep. All right. If you want to join the conversation tonight, you can give us a call, 914-803-4306. If you're listening online, give us a call and join us, or if you're already online, you can just press 1 and join the conversation. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with the Hit It and Quit It headlines on the Pajama Party Show. This is Red Wine, and you're listening to WPJP Block Talk Radio Pajama Party. Check out my commentary. I like to call it, I'm just saying, because sometimes I am just saying. It's just my opinion. It's what I think. Hey, you don't have to agree, but if you disagree, call us up. 914-803-4306. Hey, don't forget, they can catch us on uh, Twitter also at uh, Virginia, Oklahoma, and Kentucky. Let's see, teachers are uniting. 
Good. On the first day of the historic uh, state, statewide walkout in Arizona, around 50,000 educators and their supporters marched downtown Phoenix. It was about 100-degree heat, but they were there. Uh, lawmakers in Colorado have agreed to give schools their largest budget increase since the Great Recession. But teachers say Colorado has a long way to go to recover lost ground during the downturn and stick to the provisions of the voter-approved amendment aimed at increasing school funding and um, countering the effect of the state's strict tax and spending limits. Arizona's Republican um, Governor uh, Doug Ducey has proposed 20% raise by 2020 but said he has no plans to meet with striking teachers or address other demands. Teachers voted to walk out um, after Ducey unveiled his plan, saying that it failed to meet their other demands, including about $1 billion to return school funding to pre-Great uh, Recession levels and increased pay for support staff. And um, they said more than 840,000 students were out of school as a result of Thursday's walkout. That's a lot of students. Uh, most of the Arizona public schools will be closed the rest of the week. And about um, half of all Colorado students will see their schools shuttered over the two days as teachers take up the Arizona movement. Red for Ed. Hmm, interesting. Hashtag Red for Ed Mantle. In Oklahoma and West Virginia, teacher strikes stretch beyond the one-week mark. Wow. Interesting. Teachers walked out in Arizona, Colorado. That, that that's a mess. You, you think that the um, Arizona people they 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 should have continued to walk out? I think they should. I think they should stand up for what's right. It worked for the West Virginia teachers because when they walked out oh, and yeah. said enough is enough, yeah, they, sure they said, look, we're almost under the poverty line. Right. We're doing all of this. For you know, as everybody always says, the children are our future. Uh-huh. But yet, all the athletes get all the money, and the teachers get the crumbs. I don't. That's not right. I don't understand it. Yeah, because they're they're with our kids what at least six or seven hours out of the day. Yeah, these are the people that are molding yeah. the minds of tomorrow. I agree. Why is it that they can't get paid a decent salary? Right. Yeah. They should get a good salary, not just decent. They right. should get well paid. Right. Get paid. I mean, yeah, they're like babysitters, counselors, teachers, yeah, yeah. confidant, friend. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Come on. I have to say, here in um, a school uh, here in D.C., um, there was a, uh, about two or three educators. They end up leaving the school because a lot of things were not changing um, as they wanted them to. Mm. Um, some some better things for the school, so they just didn't agree with how the school was, you know, running things. So they left. Mm. So you know, sometimes that's what you have to do to to, to make a um, a point, and that's sad though, because the, the children suffer because if, especially if it's a good teacher, and all of a sudden they're leaving, but um, you know, they they just have to make a stand. So. Yeah, but I know there's different places that starting to do this. The teachers are really starting to branch out and because uh, down in West Virginia, boy, they were doing their thing, boy. They, Mhm. So. But that's good. They supported Oklahoma, Kentucky. That's good. So. Yeah. I mean, that it, it would be hard for them to try to get a whole lot of teachers to replace them. 
you know, when people have walkouts or demonstrate or stuff like that, they try to replace people, but that's what, that would be hard, especially the school the school is almost over, and most schools over in June, so that would be crazy to try to replace people. But, uh, you yeah. know, well, I'm going to wear my red shirt in honor of the teachers. Mm-hmm. And I hope they get the money, because so I think one of the people said, uh, one of the legislators mm-hmm. said that they were going to give them like a 20% increase or something, but over five years or some stupid. Right, not until 2020. It, it it should get up to the cap by 2020. That's ridiculous. 20%? How they still, yeah, it was like 20, is it, was it 20%? Yeah, it was 20%. Yeah, by 2020. Yep. Uh, has proposed 20% raises by 2020, but said he has no plans to meet with them. The ones that are striking now. So you promise and stuff, but you scared to confront them. Right. You don't want to sit down and so talk to them. So is this 20% accumulate and be paid by? I mean, we're talking 5%. Well, 2020 is a couple of years away. So I guess they mean, what, 10% each? each, each that's what no, must mean. You're not giving out the details. But 10%, that's a lot. I mean, I mean I'm mean, just saying, are they going to do that? It sounds like a bunch of crap to me. <laughs> that's probably why he's not meeting with them. He, he, he's shucking and jazzing. Can we got some animated that says that? Yeah, we. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that is what that is. That's a a big old a big old pile of it. <laughs> a big old pile of. Because twenty percent, man. It that's, is. Uh, that's nothing. Because if you make forty thousand, ten percent is four hundred. Twenty percent, eight hundred. Is that right? Wait a minute. No, no, you're wrong. Forty thousand, ten percent would be four thousand. Right. Twenty percent would be eight thousand. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good money. The average, the average you get on the job. Is Please. But then the how they making get, nothing now? The average anyway. you get on the job is two percent, two three percent at the most. And so. But, like but you said, have to keep in mind they haven't had a decent raise right. since the great. What do you say? The Great Recession. <laughs> when was that? Are we yeah. talking in the eighties when Reagan was in office? Right. Only because nobody really knows what to do. You know, everybody's expecting everybody to do. They know what to do. do. They just don't want to do well, it. I mean, I guess it's all, you know, what we have to do in the world is, is, is we have to cut the, the we have to cut the uh, the class of people thing. You know, everybody hangs with who they feel like they're comfortable with hanging with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The teachers hang with the, the, the principals hang with the administrators and the board members and oh. teachers with the teachers and janitors with the janitors. And we're all people going home to do the same shit, eat, well, sleep, and shit. Well, they were also talking about um, pay for support staff. You know, if you have 30 kids in, the, in, in a classroom with one teacher, it, yeah. you know, it's impossible. Yeah, you're not going to get yeah. much teaching. You right. need some teachers. spend all day trying to right. discipline because, all the kids. Because right. they have cut... Um, what do they call them? And these, te- and these the kids, are, these kids are slick today. Right, right. Teaching that uh, that that whole uh, electronic aspect has really put a void in that whole, uh, era, you know, all the unity. What what we're talking about schools? Did you guys hear about this new thing that they're doing in school? The smoking in school. What? It's something called Julie J U L L Y. It's a type of um. Uh, one of those vapor cigarettes. Yep, vapor cigarette. Mm-hmm. And it looks just like a um a thumb drive. Really? Yep. And you can charge it up on your computer. Oh my gosh. You can stick it in the USB port? You sure can to charge it up. Wow. So, um one school um they said they put in I don't know where they're getting this money from, but some school system saying they put in thirty million dollars in uh, uh to allow it? No. 
to to you know stop it to do different oh. things um you know um I guess classes and different things for them to not do different things like that. I don't know. Oh but they're, they're investing $30 million. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, e-cigarette looks like a, a thumb drive. Crazy. That's insane. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. All right, what you got over there, Papa? Oh, it's me again? Yeah. Man, y'all getting a lot out of me. Yeah, yeah we're earning your dollar today. We all we start paying me up in here. Mm-hmm. All right, go out. Go put on a red shirt, too. No, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. I did. Uh, what do we, uh, am I on the, the, the Port Authority uh, yes, you are. situation? Okay, the Port Authority official resigns. All right, Port Authority Yay. commissioner has resigned following the release of a video. Showing her uh, her dive into a uh, profanity-laden rant against two police officers in New Jersey. Oh, okay. So this is the okay. All right. Well, let me let me explain this here. Let me explain this here. Let me explain this here. The Port Authority is in charge of just about everything in the New York, New Jersey area. They have their own police department. They they're in charge of the bridges. There. It just amazed me when I when I worked out in New York for a while how how heavy the Port Authority was and their authority. They 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 have to do with everything South Street Seaport, you know the Jersey ports, all kind of things. The bus station, Port Authority, where you go to Greyhound bus and everything. Anyway, Port Authority Commissioner has resigned following the release of a video sharing her uh, uh, dive into a uh, profanity-laced uh, rant against two police officers in New Jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So two police officers uh, pulled over a car carrying uh, several passengers. On March 31st, and having a, they had a, a partially obstructed uh, license plate and tenant windows, according to NBC News. As officers prepared to leave, dash cam footage recorded Carmen Turner uh, pulled up to the scene and approached the two police, the police officers, at their daughter, a passenger in the car, called her for a ride. So Turner, 60 years old, was uh, appointed as the commissioner at the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey just last year. All right? Just last year, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. apparently the, the, the car was pulled over, and, you know, her uh, for her uh, somebody that she's related to or connected to was in the car, called her, and, yeah, and it's just daughter. Yeah, her daughter. Okay, well, mm-hmm. she just... Just went into the police officers, mm. big time, and it was all caught on dash cam. And you know, she probably oh, yeah. had the gestures and the head swivels and the finger oh, she, pointing. I and the, yeah, I saw that video. She carried on. Yeah, so mm. I mean, so just you know, I don't know. They this whole situation is that people's authority. I mean, I mean, what was what was her ethnicity anyway? Well, let me just put it this way: this was white privilege in motion. Yeah, okay. That explains it. Let, let me just add this. I'm sorry. Were you finished with the details? Yeah, I, I, I was. Tell you part I'd like to elaborate because I want to read all this and where we could we could talk about it more and, and understand it better. Well, one of the, part of what she said in the video mm-hmm. is when the officers were trying to talk to her, she was like acting like you all don't have anything else to do than to stop these young ladies. These are MIT and Harvard students. MIT and Harvard, and you don't effing have anything effing better to do, and you need to effing get out of my face and blah, 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 and they were trying to talk to her. And at one point, the guy, with the, the officer was trying to 
say something like, well, ma'am, is this, is can I help you with something? And she said, you can't do an effing thing for me. Really? I was like, wow, really? All that profanity. Oh, she carried on. But when she started talking about these girls go to MIT and Harvard, I'm like, what has that got to do with them having a license plate that's car. messed up? They Jacked riding up dirty. Car. Riding dirty. They're riding exactly. dirty. What were they saying? Well, were the girls the saying girls anything? weren't saying anything. She was doing all the talking. And then once the video got out and her bosses, I guess, saw it, they were like, you you need to go because now you're making our the Port Authority look bad. Mm. And we can't have that here. So she said, all right, well, then, as we know how they roll, I I resign now. I, I resign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, see, how come these folks don't pay the price for what they do? That's what I'm saying. I guess that's enough price. You you lost your job. Like, she can't get another one. Yeah, that's, that's yeah but lost your job based on a resign, but it doesn't say lost. It doesn't say resign effective when or how long that check going to still roll. That's true. Or what other capacity you're going to be put in or whatever. Sometimes they, they use a resign word just so the, so the newspaper yeah, can go on with a off. new story. Mm-hmm. So the next day they could talk about LeBron James or something different. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, it's just like you said, you know, it, it's, it's privilege. It's white privilege in motion. Right privilege in motion. But, it, it, but the sad part about it is that the car is jacked up. So after you did all that ramping and raving, what did you do now to, to – to, uh, to help the, 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 the girls, the MIT and Harvard little nothing. scallywags, what did you do to, to save them nothing. down the line when they get stopped somewhere in Tennessee and, 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 and the Tennessee officer was trying whatever. to tell her that, ma'am, your daughter was not driving. She was a passenger. Mm-hmm. This is not your daughter's car. So, really, this has nothing to do with your daughter. Your daughter is not being ticketed. She's not being... You know, oh, but she was making all this. She was just in the car, but mouth almighty and tongue everlasting. Tongue everlasting jumps out with all her white privilege, talking all this smack. That's the first time. And and I will be talking to the. uh, I'm. I'm, Then she flashed her badge from the Port Authority. Like I want you to know who I am. You need to know who she's you're dealing with. She's not Port Authority. I ain't nothing to do with no damn cops. You in a different she's flashing badge. Like she got power Please. and juice yeah, and all of Port this. Port Authority doesn't have a lot of power. And then she said, and then I will really? be in touch with the chief of police. And the officer said, please. But are they a lateral to the police office or are they above? Well, they have different areas, but the Port Authority has their own. They got their own police force. They run the turnpike and all that shit. They got, they but got, those officers don't report to her people. Yeah, but they're all law enforcement. All of them are all law enforcement. I see. So it falls so under in, that category. Yeah, she's, in, got, she's in the group. I you know. he, when she I said, it. I'm going to be talking to the chief of police, yeah, well, she's and, just, and the officer yeah. said, please, please do. He was like, please do. Yeah, that, that'd be great. You he knew the dash cam was rolling. Yeah, that, I'm going to say that's, that's, a, that's a plus. Mm-hmm. I guess he was like, oh, and, please keep performing. And, and, and they act accordingly. I mean, they act like they have some sense. They I wonder how fast you're going to get there when they get down the road getting to North Carolina somewhere. How, ass, how fast your ass going to get down there to argue police? She was only lucky that day. Talking about MIT and Harvard. And then you got the little daughter, too. Or you know, she called. She, 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 she got mom on speed dial like mom is her little savior when it comes to well, she any got trouble scared. she gets. They get, get pulled over. They're riding dirty. So first thing she does is call mom, like, Mom, yeah, we well, got to stop. You got to come get me. Mm-hmm. And mom comes up in there mom. like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> she ain't calling mom when she in that frat house deep throating and, and, oh, and getting and drinking. Okay, we're going to okay, move yeah, on. Okay, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
If you guys want to continue the conversation, besides the conversation about Papa Didi, what he's talking about, hit us up tonight at 914-803-4306 and press 1. And press 1. Yeah, reach his If you dare. Um, what else is happening? There might be some callers here on this one. This Ronnie uh, uh, Jackson. Oh God. Poor Ronnie. You know what? I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell my comments at the end. Okay. Uh, Ronnie Jackson, President Donald's physician, blah 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 blah, yeah. and nominee for Veteran Affairs Secretary, has withdrawn his name from consideration. Oh, Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie. Oh. Jackson's withdrawal comes amid a Senate Veterans Affairs Committee investigation into allegations that the White House doctor created a quote-unquote hostile work environment, mm. including excessive drinking on the job and improperly mm-hmm. dispensing meds. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Senators on the committee announced Tuesday that they were postponing Jackson's confirmation hearings in light of the concerns over his qualifications and conduct. The president stood by his nominee, of course, of course, but hinted Jackson should possibly consider withdrawing his name. Oh, he's like, I'll stand by you, but you might want to pull out. Right. <laughs> These are all false allegations. Uh, Trump said they are trying to destroy a man. Uh-huh. Trump said he hadn't heard of the particular allegations against his nominee yet, but he also praised Jackson as one of the finest people that I've ever met and a great doctor. Whatever. Um, Trump nominated Jackson to lead the Department of Veterans Affairs in March after the White House announced that David um, Shulkin uh, would no longer be in the post. Uh, Jackson, he was uh, a rear admiral in the Navy, Hmm. has served under three different presidents as a White House physician, physician since 2006, and he came the president's physician in 2013. He found himself in the spotlight in January when he delivered a media briefing on Trump's medical checkup, mm. saying he found no um, the president to be in, quote-unquote, excellent health. Yeah, that's what he claimed. Excuse my language, but bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Okay. They shook hands in that hospital, and uh, y'all jackass uh, President Trump said, <laughs> What you mean, y'all? <laughs> uh, that I'm going to nominate you. Uh, you tell me, I have, tell everybody I have good health. Yeah. And nothing's wrong with me, and he'll nominate like, Look, you straighten me out now, I straighten you out later. See what I'm saying? But at least he, you know, did his part of the bargain. He said, I'll nominate you. Now, after that, everything else is on you. Exactly. <laughs> He's got skeletons in your closet, and I nominated you now. He was a slob. I mean, I was in the Navy myself, and I'd never seen an officer in a uniform look as jacked up as he did. He, looked he always as, looked drunk or something? He drunk. His hair was too long, hanging out of his hat. When I saw him in his, in his, in his, and this is the admiral where you got all kind of gold stuff on the bottom of your sleeve, and you got the scrambled eggs on your hat, and all the stuff. Scrambled you know? eggs. Yeah, when you got the little ruffles in your hair, they call that scrambled eggs. It means you're an officer, the yellow a higher officer, the yellow stuff, and it's been the lid of the hat. Oh. He got the scrambled eggs on his hat. He's got the, the gold bars on the shoulders, and then, but you look at him, he looks all drawn over, and hair needs a haircut. When you were in the admiral uniform, you're supposed to be in tip top, a tip top look. So my thing is, it, it, it sounds like he just got pushed up to that position. Of course, because he knew people white privilege. But isn't that right what Trump privilege. has done? He got Ben Carson doing a job. He has no idea what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You got Scott Pruitt running the EPA. Uh-huh. He hates everything about the environment, but exactly. yet he's in charge of the environment. And but, he's spending all kind of money. 
but, yeah. but flying all over the world, but going to places he's never been to in his life. Trump has made all these deals with people. He he thinks he's still in business, quote unquote businessman. Exactly. I think he should have stayed a businessman. He would have been he's a fortune. Like, yeah, been a my bad. I'll scratch your back. There's something been going on for a long time. <laughs> okay. And I think that people wonder why you know people of color and people of minorities can't get anywhere because that other monopoly of the majority. They got so much crooked shit going on that you know you can't even get in. Well, you can't even get in to fit in because they don't trust nobody. So as long as you, as soon as you walk up somewhere with some color on you, ain't nobody open up no doors to you. Yeah. So That's it's just right. it's amazing. So now you just your back feels in motion watching what they do. And Trump has got the power to pardon anybody. Yeah. So anybody do any wrong, he done pardoned a couple people already. There you and go. You're right. No matter who does what, they can be pardoned by the president. So there, you, there you go. No matter well, what you is. do wrong. You, all these guys, Finn and other dudes, think it's six people that have been like in, in situations, but they ain't worried about nothing. They boys in office. Mm-hmm. These cats all there hung together, and, you know, it's a mess. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Right. Well, I'm not sorry that he dropped out because some of the people who worked with him, mm-hmm. they said that his nickname was the Candyman because he used to dispense pills like candy. Yeah, he was a mess. He they called him Candyman. Now, you know. Yeah, well. Candyman needs to go somewhere. Y'all don't like ugly and life usually balances itself mm-hmm. out, thank goodness. He's not too fond of cutie. Uh oh. Okay. Anyhow, all right, let's move on. What else is going on with Ford? Oh, I got that story too. Right, He's working us hard tonight, Papa. I'll tell you what. <laughs> all right. Ford is to stop selling um, all but uh, two cars in North America now. I don't know if I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ford said, uh, I got a little speck of something on my glasses. Red wine, you think you can clean my glasses real quick and give them right back to me? <laughs> funny. All right. Uh, Ford said that Wednesday that it will uh, shed most of his North American car lineup. It's part of a broad plan to save money and make the company more streamlined wow. and competitive in the future for the uh, for the new marketplaces coming along, the uh, fast-changing marketplace. So the changes include uh, getting rid of all cars in the region during the next four years, except for the Mustang sports car and the compact Focus crossover vehicle. Wow. All right, so concentrate uh, wow. more on trucks. They getting rid of yeah. They they never gonna get rid of them. That, no. That's their baby. That's mm-hmm. why they getting rid of it because everybody's making something. And those trucks are so I don't know. They seem so offset. If I ever had a truck, I would definitely have a car. There's mm-hmm. no way I would just I'm going out on a Saturday night or something, got all dressed up and I'm climbing up into a damn truck. I don't care how pretty it is. I'm sorry, it just don't work for me. I just need something a little low riding. But anyway, no, I just need something a little more comfortable. You know. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, like I was so saying, you the, the, Mustang the Mustang and that little focus. crappy-ass Focus. So gone is the Taurus. That, uh, Again? Uh, I like the Taurus. The Taurus. Yeah, the yeah, Taurus, Taurus comes and goes. I know. Um, those other ones, uh, like uh, the sedan cars. Uh, Fusion. Fusion. They just bought that focus. out. I thought, yeah, that's focus, right. Focus, the Fusion. They get rid of a lot of the, 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 the four-door, like sedans. I guess people are not really yeah. into that. So it's either economy or the truck. Yeah, mm-hmm. so CEO, his name is Jim Hattis, said as the company uh, releases first quarter earnings, you know, they see they have a deficit mm-hmm. as well as a surplus of cars that are left over right. every year. So I think that you might want to maybe sell them to people at a lower price or sell them to people that have a 500 FICA score. Do them a favor. Mm-hmm. Instead of kicking to the damn curb mm-hmm. out of the car dealership, 
at the goddamn credit too low. You want to get the car? It's in the last four cheaper. years. Might be a good time to buy a four sedan, huh? Mm-hmm. Right, little yeah, enough. Trying to get rid of it. Anyway, so yeah. uh, the decision which uh, Hassett said was due to, uh, you know, extreme decline, like I said, uh, demands and uh, profitability problems. Uh, he said that, but it seemed like financially they have no problem with the Mustang and they have no problem with the, 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 with the Focus. All right, so mm-hmm. a, so the Focus sells like hotcakes. Yeah, and the Mustang is like their mainstay car. Right, right. So they yeah, say that the, and they yeah. say here that the Fusion and the Taurus will be discontinued. So if you're gonna get a Ford Taurus, get it. If you're gonna get a Fusion, get it. All right, so uh, hmm. interesting. Actually, most of the car business comes from the U.S. market up against the Japanese market, and they say they're they're losing greatly. So. Mm. Okay. So there you go. There you go. So we're going to be losing some Fords here. After Another one halfway bites the dust. Well, yeah, if you guys are interested, Ford stocks, $11.49. You better buy it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. better get into it. Yeah. No horrible Mustang. Okay. Anyway, last topic for Hit It and Quit It. Talking about racial injustice again. Ugh. Golf club justifies calling the cops on these black women. Mm. And one of them happened to be the head of a local NAACP chapter. Ooh. So they messed with the wrong sisters this time. This was in Pennsylvania. The golf club has issued an apology now after mm. one of the owners called the police on a group of black women for allegedly playing too slow and failing to leave the course when they were asked to. Are you serious? Uh Uh-huh. Now, the women are part of a group called Sisters on the Fairway. Mm -hmm. They met to play around at the Grandview Golf Club. Let me put them on the kisses. Where's that golf club at, Grandview? Um, Let me see. I just know it's in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I'm not sure what city. Uh, They met there where they're all members. They're all paying members at this wow. club. Right, and what shows that they didn't investigate nothing. It's called a cop. Yeah. They didn't yeah. Even, now these people like you oh said, they, they they have a they're affiliated with a group. They're members of a club and all mm-hmm. they saw was brown skin. Yeah. They didn't they didn't give a crap when they called the police and said that the white men behind them claim that they're moving too slow. Mhm. Now now mind you the white men have you ever you ever seen a golf bag? Yeah. You ever seen all the pockets in it? Mm-hmm. All right, now. I know they're heavy, too. Yeah, the more liquor you put in it and the more <laughs> paraphernalia you put in it, heavier it's going to be. But the golf clubs go down top and there's a place for the balls, but they make them specifically with all these other, other pockets mm-hmm. for a reason. Oh. Believe me. And these are things that's supposed to be trade secrets to people of that particular, uh, you know. Okay. Well, let me tell you what happened. So the sisters in the freeway met to play golf at the Grandview Golf Club, where all of them are members. Mm -hmm. When they got to the second hole, the group was approached by a white man who told them that they weren't keeping up the pace, the pace of play, and that they were holding up people. She said, I was approached by Steve Cronister, who said, I'm one of the owners here, and you need to keep up the pace of play. And this is Karen Crosby talking. She said, to me, that was a gross misrepresentation of who he was because he said he was an owner, but it turns out his son, Jordan Cronister, and his daughter-in-law, J.J. Cronister, co-owned the golf course. Mm-hmm. So another another golfer in the group said that Mr. Cronister was extremely hostile. He told them, you're going way too slow. I'll just give you a refund and wanted them to leave. 
But Sandra Thompson, who's a lawyer and the head of New York County's NAACP local chapter, Mm. said that uh, even though her group was not slowing down any other golfers, they decided to skip the third hole, thinking this will squash the whole situation. If we're so slow, we'll skip a hole, go forward. And they still weren't satisfied. So when they got to the ninth hole, the women were taking a break because they said this is customary when you're playing 18 holes. When you get to the ninth hole, people take a beer break, a rest break, whatever, take a break. So they were just wrapping up their break when they get approached by the same Steve Chronister, his son, uh, another Chronister family member, and several employees. So they ganged up on him. Mm-hmm. He came up and told them, you got five minutes to leave, and the police are on their way. Wow. And they're like, what, what is the problem? So then the police show up, talk to everybody, and left. Because the police couldn't see what the issue really was. Mm-hmm. Nobody got arrested, none of that. Mm-hmm. So the police leave. So then on Sunday, because this happened over the weekend last weekend, on Sunday, J.J. Chronister issued a statement apologizing for the incident. But then on Monday, he turned around and issued a second statement blaming the women for the whole situation. Mm-hmm. So it says that this latest incident is just one of many examples of white people calling the police on black people for insignificant reasons. And on Twitter, John Legend, singer John Legend, summed it up uh, saying, why involve police in minor instances that could end up being deadly for black Americans? Mm-hmm. I'm oh. with John on that one. I'm going to give you the information where it was. It was Dover Township, York County, Pennsylvania. Okay, York County. Did you say the name of the golf club? uh, Yeah, Grandview Golf Club. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I got them on the kitchen. Yeah, York County. As a matter of fact, it's not really really far from here. Mm -hmm. Because Pennsylvania loops around Maryland. Right. When you get down there by, um, what's that area called? Tolson and all that. When you go out west. Mm-hmm. You go back into Pennsylvania. Oh, Towson, Towson Maryland, yeah, right. yeah. Right, you go back out west, mm-hmm. and you go back out. You, you riding by past, what's it called, Towson? Uh-huh. You ride by Towson, Towson, another 10, 15 miles, you'll see a sign saying, Welcome to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. It's weird. There's no and need for them to be messing with them like that. Well, just, that just goes to show you, and that's like classic. It's classic. I mean, it's like, you know, after a while, people think that they own something, you know, and and it's so sad the the culture of uh, life's cultures. It doesn't mean that you possess it, you know. And I think that's the biggest problem with the other persuasion. You know, they think they own stuff. They think they own hockey. They think they own everything that they were culturally raised under. It's, it's all it's the fact that that these different sports weren't popular in the black neighborhood back in the day. I think I've always said personally that uh, if hockey was a much more uh, Lucrative sport in in different areas. If it wasn't so culturally uh, generated to more of the Caucasian base, I think that hockey would be a fantastic game to watch because it's a very strategic game. I mean, to whack a puck at 100 miles an hour into a net, it's got to be very interesting. Well, but, you well, know. well let me. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna piggyback on that. Um, one of the women, Ms. Thompson, she said the only other difference between us and other players was our race and our gender. And she goes on to say, um, York, a county of small towns, suburbs, and farmland yeah. in southern Pennsylvania, is about 50 of miles course. north of Baltimore. That's right. Predominantly white. Uh-huh. And this is Ojo, who lives there. One of the ladies lives there. Mm-hmm. Black and Latino people are mm-hmm. concentrated in the largest um, 
uh, of the area with the city of York. York this this right. ain't Baltimore. She had it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. It's, mm-hmm. We can't do nothing to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's just sad. Yeah, I'm about sick of it. Because they just and then make it so bad. The guy that came up there is a wannabe. Like yeah. you said, he hey, wasn't he's even on there. owner. Yeah. One of many. Well, right. like I've always said, too, and I'll just put this out there. I'll put this out here. I want them to be I, I'll put this exactly. out here, too. There's another scenario with that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Now, what do you want to say? I'll do one more. I'll do one better. Mm-hmm. Now, the flip side of that is mm-hmm. that they, they let the privilege go in a whole other direction, whereas they, if let's say the white guy got jungle fever. All right now, <laughs> okay. and now he wants to get with a sister. Mm-hmm. Now, just like that guy said that he was the owner and wasn't, mm-hmm. they'll go to a friend of theirs, like they, like just like this guy said, he he'll go to who knows a owner of the Sixers or wherever the Wizards, mm-hmm. and get a box seat ticket mm-hmm. and take the black girl Up to there. the basketball game, right. put her in the box seat on the first date. And perpetrate to her, and she's all in all, you know, wow, wow, wow. I, I think that the biggest thing that, I, and this is what I heard, is that in most cases, with guys that have that younger fever thing, when they do take a black woman on a date, they make it their business to take that black woman somewhere where they know a black guy would not take her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where they're they're already in. So they're not threatened. They're already so in. No, but they're already in when it comes yeah, to tapping that. They show off. And they show off and then the, and after a while, the sister finds out a couple weeks later that he didn't own this. He didn't own that. Yeah. He's Somebody just a bum. gave him those tickets. That's mm-hmm. not his he's just a bum. Yeah, that. but it, he he's got drinks coming in, and who knows? He probably mm-hmm. you know got you know got got in that night, and all of a sudden the secret <laughs> secret's out. Secret. Yeah. Oh, it's deep. It's a it's strategy. I mean, what has changed since slavery when it comes to the aspect of the abuse of black women? Has it really, has it really changed when it comes to manipulation? No, you just put on a different outfit. It's a whole different well, look now. Well, so, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. If you guys, yeah, if you guys yeah. got any questions mm-hmm. or comments, please call us, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 and we'll get me right back. I am Kettle from the original Pajama Party. If you haven't heard Pajama Party Show, you've missed out. We've got hot topics, hidden and quitted headlines, what's popping with Papa Didi, our weird news. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up, of course, the cocktail of the week, and uh, the world-famous cookie list. And, of course, we can't forget the last word. We serve it up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 914-803-8306, or listen live at www.avajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at avajamaparty. Back to the town party. I'm wondering what's Hello. Hello. Hey, Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, so uh, what's popping tonight, Papa what's D? Popping tonight. I tell you what. Um, I know I, you got I, one for I, I want to talk about the. What am I talking about anyway? Oh, oh, oh. 
Yeah, allegations. You know, first what are you of talking all, about, Willis? You know, <laughs> I'm gonna say this here. I just think that in the world, you know, when when we use the term due process, you know, due process has a it has its its, its, its uh, advantages. You know, it holds everybody in, in check. On just talking out of turn or saying what they just want to say, and thinking that their voice is the only voice that means something, you know, you you just you can't do that. You can't do that. And I just think that lately, all these accusations that's been charged against people based on somebody doing something to somebody 20 years ago, 10 years ago, or what have you, you know. I mean, it's like here's the deal: if you Felt like you didn't come out and say something back then because of your job and all the stuff you was worried about at that particular time. That's cool. But now, if you want to pursue that now, you feel like you want to say something to somebody or whatever, then what you need to do is get you a lawyer, okay? Mm-hmm. And you need to file charges against this person or 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 or, or, char- or draw a complaint with your local authority. Okay, with your local authority, that way now you can have an inquest with the police department, with the prosecutors to find out if you have a case, if you're that serious about what you're trying to do. But people now are going straight to the media, and the media is going straight to the airwaves. Mm-hmm. And the person that's being accused wakes up in the morning, sees his face on TV, pa with a person he's been working with for the last 10 years that... Whatever went down, it went down, but 10 years ago, hell, I don't even remember how I was wearing my hair then. I don't wear what type of drawers I was wearing back then, what type of soap I was using, whether I was using baby lotion or baby gel. What was I doing 10 years ago? I don't know. Who was I doing 10 years ago? I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. And don't really care as time progresses and goes on. But when you go straight to the media, and I fought the media, I, I fought how they put it out, how how – Big time media picks it up. Like for example, let's just grab one example, and I won't I won't stay long on this at all. Tom Brokaw. They come out on him all of a sudden, out of nowhere. This man's damn near seventy five years old. He used to be a real, you know, very, very sharp, distinguished guy, but now he's old now. He was on Meet the Press about a month ago. It's like this year. You know what I mean? Right. He's doing his thing up in his age now. Then mm-hmm. a lady that worked with him say, "Oh yeah, he touched he touched my breast." And I said, "What that that, that old seventy two year old breast you got in front of your chest now? Mm-hmm. Those, those same titties? I mean, I mean, I'm making jokes, but I'm saying, you know, you you blindside the man, you shell shock the man, and you know we have to understand shell shocking is amazing, man. It's the it's exhilaratingly uh, unhealthy. Talk to Michael Jackson with his accusations of, of, you know, all the child stuff and everything. You know, that shit fucks with your head. You, you're guilty to proven innocent. And that's unfair because you got people out here doing stuff. You got people to rob the bank physically. They ain't went to trial yet. So they were caught robbing the bank, and then they went to jail, and they're being held without bail, and, and they, they ain't been accusing nothing yet. And, you know, it's just, and you know, the one thing that you cannot do with people is change their life 
on a social or sexual level, it is completely fucked up. I mean, your mind is so... To accuse, accuse somebody of something takes you out of the game in a big way. You know what I mean? If you're accused of some type of child abuse situation now, now people feel like you can't go near a fucking daycare center. Mm-hmm. They be, oh, 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 get them over away from there. Oh, oh, oh. And if somebody accuses you of some shit, the thought they seen you could have been helping the child or whatever. You let the child look at your skin or knees, and somebody walk up and you holding the girl up. She got a little dress on, and the person walk by, see her ass, and, oh my god, he's dressed up. He's looking at her ass. And, Wait a minute, the girl fucking knee is bleeding. I picked her up. And, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, you get accused of this, and now you're a sex offender and all kind of stuff going on in your life. It's like you know you fucked up in five minutes. But the people that accuse it ain't thinking about what's going on with that. But was that your way of getting back at Tom Brokoff after 20 years? What did Tom Brokoff really do to you? You know? Did you feel like you didn't get yours because he was getting his? I mean, I'm just making accusations with stuff. But who knows what... Right, who knows what that was? Why didn't you go to the police and draw a complaint? And let the police and the prosecutors... That's what police, detectives, and prosecutors are for. Go to the police... They tell the detectives, detectives tell the prosecutors. That's the role. Bing, bang, boo. If you don't know, watch Blue Blood. Mm-hmm. That'll show you what the Reagans do. One's a cop, one's a detective, the sister is a prosecutor. There you go. And you go there and let them do shit. Right. Then when they got a case, well, no, you don't have a case. It's 12 years ago, statute of limitations ran out, yada, yada, yada. Okay, all right, I tried. And you walk out the door. But you don't go to see NBC and then Robin Roberts said, who's in on that day? What the hell, Robin? What? You know, how did you get the right to say that to him when nobody, you know, and I'm going to leave it at that. You know. All right. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. I, 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 think, I think that's how the cause is from one after another. And then he out. said, oh, these are all ladies that accuse him of this year. I said, oh, well, so all y'all teamed up because he promised you a thing in here, you y'all didn't get what y'all wanted, yeah. and you know, yeah. they're definitely not boom baby. Okay, well, well, we're gonna lighten it up and slide on into the weird news. Walk along. Yeah, let's lighten it up. All right, I'm gonna go first tonight. Please do. Oh, I got a man who survived a bear attack got bitten by a shark. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> this guy's just unlucky. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he's got critter troubles. So this Thursday, 20-year-old resident yeah, of Grand boy. Junction, Colorado, yeah, he's just 20, boy, yeah. was bitten by a shark while boogie boarding off the island of Kauai in Hawaii. Now, this is less than a year after McWilliams was attacked by a 300-pound black bear, bear. while camping in Boulder, mm-hmm. Boulder County, Colorado. McWilliams was about 30 yards from shore when he was knocked off his board and suddenly felt a searing pain in his right leg. He said, at first I panicked. I didn't know if I had lost half of my leg or what. He said he believes the animal that attacked him was a six- to eight-foot tiger shark. He saw the stripes, and he kicked it hard before attempting to swim back to shore. Although an experience like that might make some people afraid of future ocean swims, McWilliams was mad that the cuts kept him from boogie boarding. He said, I'm just mad I can't get back in the water for a couple of days. Of course, McWilliams is almost 
used to being attacked by large creatures with big teeth after his bear encounter last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and three years ago, he was bitten by a rattlesnake, rattlesnake. while hiking in Utah. Oh, my God. The bear claw, they took a chunk out of Man. his head. Despite being a magnet for animal attacks, McWilliams mm-hmm. says that he does not hold a grudge. He just figures he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. So it yeah. seems like he's always in the wrong place at the yeah, wrong time. Yeah, I saw time. that story. He was very, uh... He's his, a young guy. Yeah, his head was cut pretty bad, too. And he still wants to go back in the woods, back in the water, and... Oh, well, I guess he'll learn the hard way. Maybe. I think nature's trying to tell that guy something. But oh, okay. I guess I'm next. Yeah, anyway, what's happening in Texas? Texas man sentenced to 50 years for 1.2 million thefts of fajitas. Wow. In Brownsville, Texas, a Texas man has been sentenced to 50 years in prison for stealing $1.2 million worth of fajitas over nine years. Really? <laughs> over oh, stealing food? Maybe the man was hungry. Was 53, 53-year-old um, Gilberto Escamilla was sentenced Friday after pleading guilty to theft by a public servant. The Brownsville Herald reports he told the court the fajita scheme spun out of control. Escamilla had been um, intercepting fajitas that had been ordered through the Cameron County Juvenile Center where he worked and and delivering them to his own customers. Oh, he was making a profit. So he would order this stuff like it was for the facility, right. and then he would take it right. and sell it sell to it. other people. His oh, scam was uncovered when he missed work for a medical appointment in an 800-pound fajita delivery <laughs> arrived at the center, which doesn't serve fajitas. As Camilla was fired in August and arrested after authorities checked vendor invoices and obtained a search warrant that uncovered county-funded fajitas in his refrigerator. Now, why does he get arrested for using county money mm-hmm. to run his own little business scheme, but all these other politicians just get to say, "Well, I resign." That is a, a that's a big fine for fifty years. That doesn't make sense. This <laughs> is what I'm saying. Fifty years, okay? Yeah, it was a million point two worth of stuff. Why not do maybe um, five or five to ten years maybe and then you have to serve restitution. You have to uh, give that money back. That's a good question. That does seem like a very severe penalty for fajita meat. I'm not going to go in no Brownsville, Texas, but see, he, he was doing it for profit. He did it almost ten years, so I'm like, but 50 years? No. I think no. that judge was really pissed off. That just doesn't match the, the, the crime, 50 years. I agree. People have, you know, killed people and stuff like that for 50 years. Are you just stealing some food? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. All right. Over to you, Papa Didi. What you got? Uh, fake shadow boxing helps a single Japanese woman uh, feel safe at home. A fake what? Mm-hmm. A Japanese woman. I don't understand. Give, no, give wait a minute. You said a fake shadow what? Boxer. Fake shadow boxer. Shadow oh. boxes when, you, when there's a reflection of you boxing and it's on the wall. They call oh. it shadow box, and you could see your arms and everything, like on the wall. Oh, okay. You know, like you. Okay. There you go. Oh, anyway. okay. okay, in Tokyo, Japan, behind the apartment curtain, a tough a tough guy is boxing, <laughs> throwing lefts and right hooks and jabs. <laughs> you okay? I'm sorry. Almost. And lunging forward enough to make any passing 
criminal passing by think twice about breaking in. All right, the image is nothing more than a projected projected shadow, but one that a Japanese apartment manager company hopes will help protect uh, any um, unsafe feeling uh, Japanese uh, residents. Wow. Okay. Anyway. They think of everything. All right. Still in the prototype stage. Man on a curtain is what it's called. Use your smart use your smartphone to connect to a projector. Okay. Which kicks a shadow on the wall, showing a man throwing lefts, rights, and right hooks. So who's that going to fool? If they keep seeing and boxing all the time. What? Is somebody, is somebody scouting out your house, and every time they come by and they look, and they see dude boxing through the Somebody's curtain, don't curtain. you think they would start to wonder? You, you put the reflector oh, up oh. against the curtain, I and the it. curtain shows someone throwing lefts and rights and right hooks and things like that. That makes them feel safer. Yeah. I guess. So now to mix things up a little bit, the man can calm down <laughs> and, and do more mundane things like get dressed, <laughs> chill out with a guitar, or, he, really? or even they show him vacuuming the floor. Really popping. Yeah, he are has you, a vacuum. Are you making that up? Are, are you serious? The man could be chained to a guitar player, getting so dressed. You see a shadow, somebody stroking him. Stroking a guitar or putting a tie on, or even it can go so as far as So she's trying as, uh, to make the impression that somebody's there. Somebody's she lives there. alone. but right. <laughs> Okay, so this is like a fake me out security thing. Right. Get a boyfriend, B.I.T. <laughs> It's like that thing with the dog barking. Oh, you God. You play it whenever somebody you think is outside uh-huh. your house. Uh-huh. And the dog is out there acting oh, a fool. Was that about That is crazy. Yeah, the system is run by a, uh, a security company Ooh. called uh, Leo Place 21 Corporation. That's interesting. Okay, manager they of the firm. They think of everything, I'm telling you. Very creative. I have to give them that. Yeah, it's creative. Uh-huh. I don't know how convincing it is, but it's creative. Could you, could you, uh, no, I'm not even, I can't no, fix don't it. Even, don't even do it. I was going to say something like, um, somebody's calling your mother. Here's the bottom line. It says, uh, um, but it is also determined that in particular, criminals might sooner or later figure it out. Figure out no. that a woman, that a man behind the curtain, shadow boxing, playing a guitar, or fixing a tie. Meaning there's a woman there living alone. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I guess if they go to a couple of places and see that same thing and be like, wait a minute, that's the same that's the same man doing karate or boxing or playing a guitar, getting ju- that but, but especially if you play it on a regular, that could be a regular thing, and you walk by there every day like that same man doing the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is really weird. And this is where in Japan. Japan. Okay. Okay. Your people. Well, can I just go to, I'm just saying, because I'm raring to yeah, go. Yeah, Come on. Come on with us. Okay. I want to make sure I didn't jump the gun, because no, I know I do sometimes. We're waiting on it. Come on. All right. Tonight, I'm just saying, if you want to bust one, bust them all. Mm-mm. And I'm talking about Representative Patrick Meehan, who's from Pennsylvania. He said today that he's immediately resigning, and this was months after he said he would not seek re-election. Now, this was following reports that he used taxpayer money to secretly settle a misconduct complaint. Taxpayer money, okay? 
He used $39,000 of Philadelphia's taxpayer money to settle a complaint that was against him. And then when he got busted, he just said, okay, I'm going to pay that back. But what I don't understand is why didn't he get arrested or something? Right. Exactly. Now, we just saw what happened with Cosby, That's and I'm not right. trying to compare the two, that they're the same thing. However, why does this guy get to just resign and pay it back? This man harassed a woman that was his aide in his office. He was telling people that this woman was his soulmate, but oh, he didn't God. see it that way. He gets to tell, he gets, well, what happened was, he didn't want to go through the whole ethic committee investigation, or so he said, mm-hmm. and he didn't want his staff to have to go through all of that, you know, whatever, drama and whatnot. So he decided, I'm just going to resign. But he put that female aide through so much that she eventually quit just to get away from him. Mm. So that's how much he was harassing her. So to settle the situation, he decided to just say, all right, I resign, and I'll pay the money back. Well, how nice. But I'm just saying, if you're going to bust one, like Cosby, then bust them all. Now, the aide who was not named and staffers familiar with this whole issue said that Meehan had expressed interest in the aide's personal life, and he attempted to pursue a romantic relationship with her. But his behavior toward her, they said, turned hostile after she rejected him. The woman wanted nothing to do with him. But then he got hostile toward her and made the work environment so unbearable that she filed a complaint against him. Then she started working from home to get away from him, and eventually she just quit. And what happened to Meehan? He entered into some mandatory counseling and mediation and eventually reached a settlement with the woman that included her signing a non-disclosure agreement. Now, first of all, if you got to sign a non-disclosure and you go into a whole settlement thing, clearly something happened. Because otherwise, what you settling? And what are you non-disclosing? And she did it the right way, like I was just saying. Exactly. She went to the police and filed a, she filed a claim. Formal complaint. And, and and then it got settled and they out got of court. With him and he, he got thirty nine thousand. But the right. problem is the congressman paid the thirty nine thousand dollars using congressional funds. Which should be a charge within itself. It should be. He should have gotten arrested for that, but he didn't. That's right. Which was the now, cover up of the prosecutor and everybody else. Exactly. That, 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 now, like I said before, and I'll say again, I don't know a whole lot about the law. But it sure sounded illegal to me. But yet he gets to brush this off his shoulders and resign his cushy job and walk away. And we'll see if he really repays that $39,000 or not. He harassed this woman, made advances to her, stressed her out to the point of her quitting the job. He paid her off with uh, state money or city money and then had her sign a non-disclosure agreement. And how much more proof of guilt do you need? No, she signed so, a non-disclosure agreement before she got that money. Well, either way, I'm just saying that after all of that, clearly there was something that was done that was wrong that he had to pay her and her had to sign an agreement. Right. I'm not talking about what happened first. So this is red wine, and I'm just saying, if you're going to bust one, you need to bust them all. That's all I got. Wow. 
sick and tired. And everything of with him was blatant, and the prosecutor yeah. was in bed with him to, to for him to pay that. When they follow up and see what's going on with the case, and he then paid her off with money that belongs to the city. That was just everybody should roll all over the place. How are you using that? city money to pay off a sexual allegation charge? I mean, come on. I don't get it. That the prosecutor knew exists. They knew it exists because she turned it in. Exactly. So it's it's boy, he's worse than Cosby, really. His modern day is new. There's money involved. It's just admitted guilt and all. I tell you, it's a uh, it's a lot of wrongdoing going yeah, around. Yeah, a lot of it's a lot of crap. And only certain people get to become poster children for you know being nailed to the cross. Yeah, but you know what? Though God don't like us. I don't think you're getting really getting away with anything. No, it's going to come back. Karma to is a month. Well, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's let, let's go over to uh, living for the city. Uh, over to you, Papa Didi. Well, on living for the city, I, I just really just want to focus on the fact that uh, I think that. If, no matter what your status is, I mean, I just want to recommend one song for everybody. If you go to the uh, Stevie Wonder album, uh, which is Hotter in July, mm-hmm. where he has yeah. his little braids on, okay? Mm-hmm. There's a song called Cash in Your Face. You should definitely listen to that song, understand that song, okay, and, and, and believe it because it's, it's a very deep song. It's on the Island in July album. Uh, if we look at the album, it's side two on the other side. And uh, cash in your face. It's going to show you that uh, no matter what you do as a black person, you're going to be scrutinized. And I see it all the time. I ride a train a lot. And I can get up on a train and, like, let's say I want to get something out of my bag over the overhead. When I reach up in the overhead to get my bag and I... While I'm up there, I can look down all of a sudden, and there's four or five white people looking at everything I do. They're looking to see whether or not I'm in somebody else's bag or whatever. I was on the cell train one time, and I was sitting on the back area back there, and everybody had their bag, and they got a little hump seat in the back. I'm sitting on a little hump seat, like the last part of the train. Like in the beginning or the end, there's a hump seat on the end that maybe the conductor sits on between routes. So I'm sitting back on a little hump seat. And I put my bags in a rack right here, and everybody had their bag. Every time I went in my bag to get something, whether it be my headphones or whatever, four or five heads would turn around because they thought I was maybe going in their bag. Uh-huh. And I just happened, you know when you feel eyes on you? Mm-hmm. I turned to my left, and there's four or five eyes. Going, <laughs> wow. What's the black guy doing? And they're like, they're tracing like every move. Like, you know, it's nothing but skin color. It has nothing to do with my, you know, I'm a nice guy, so I know what my personality you know, I mean, it just was amazing, and it just the observation that's on you is amazing. I'm just saying, and I'll close out with this. As an African-American or black person, watch yourself in everything you do. In the mall, everywhere you go, on the golf course, everything you do, stay a, a step ahead of them. If they want to go, say go, go. You want to get in front of me? Go, 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 go. Next, if y'all can go, we chilling over here. And light up a blunt and shit while they, you know. I mean, it's just all I'm just saying is that don't don't be controversial. You're getting too old for that. And we cannot be controversial because they'll call the police, like like John Legend said, and what they report to the police on that phone will blow your mind. There's a black guy here and he's throwing fire by because they want immediate response. Right. You know? And when the police get there, the closed minded police instead of them coming in assessing the, the situation 
they still got in their head on what was transferred via radio. Mm-hmm. There's a black guy I, 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 and a fool. And I say, let's fight. That's Put all. So. Put them up. But you know what? These um, Back to those black women, they're going to fight with their pen. Power of a pen. Mm-hmm. One of them was a lawyer, like you said. That's right. So, good. That's what I say. Well, if you want to get in the conversation, hit us up, 914-803-4306. And press one. Press one to get in the queue. All right. Take a little CC. And we're coming back with the Hollywood wrap up with Kim. Right. This is Beyonce. No. It's Friday night. So run and tell somebody that the pajama party is on right now, right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. This is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press one to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout-out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on until 10 p.m. Eastern. So get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. Welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with uh, Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Hey, hey, hey. And we're taking oh, applications Lord. to replace the two of those. Oh, Lord. So. All right. I am irreplaceable. Mm-mm. Merci beaucoup. Mm-mm. Ooh, All that's right. That's good. Nice and cold. I guess everybody is uh, out hanging out tonight. Could it's be. okay. We're here partying with our cocktails. Yes, yes. So what's happening in Hollywood this week? Well, <laughs> interesting. You got your sound effects. Abba, Abba, however you want to pronounce it, announces first new song in, in 35 years. Who? Abba. Abba? Mm-hmm. They have announced that they Ooh, have that. written uh, and recorded their first new song since the split in 1983. The decision to go ahead with the exciting ABBA avatar. Yeah, y'all know more than I do. That's okay. After I finish the article, you can sing your thing. The decision to go ahead with the exciting ABBA avatar tour project had an unexpected consequence. We all felt that after some 35 years, it could be fun to join forces again and go into the recording studio. So their new songs uh, include um, I Still Have Faith in You. That's one of the new songs. Mm-hmm. That will come out in their special that's going to air in December. Uh, the centerpiece is the two-hour TV show co-produced by NBC and BBC, which will see the band perform as um, computer-generated avatars. So they're not really going to actually be there. Yeah. Abba. Yep, ABBA formed in um, Stockholm in 72. They comprised of two couples, didn't know that, all of whom have enjoyed musical careers in Sweden. 
the group uh, burst onto the international stage after winning this um, Eurovision Song Contest in um, Brighton in 74 uh, with their song Waterloo. Uh, also, uh, the stage show was adapted into a film in 2008, which grossed $615 million worldwide. A sequel, Mamma Mia, um, Here We Go Again, will be released in June. You know, that included Merle Street and some other people. Oh, the movie Mamma Mia? Oh, the musical? The musical. Yeah, okay. Um, ABBA split in 83 followed um, the divorces of both couples. <laughs> Oh. So that's probably when they split But um, one of the um, Members said uh, You know they wanted them to get back together Like in um, 2000 To do a concert They were offered like a, a 100 billion It says 1BN So I guess it's different in their category In Sweden So it's probably oh. less um, They were offered that amount of money in 2000 To do a concert But the guy was like we don't need the money mm-hmm. They really didn't need the money So so both couples divorced, both and couples now they're going to go back, go back in the studio. Right, but they're going to do the avatar type thing, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's like we're, we're together, but not. Right. <laughs> but they're still doing things musically, but they're just doing it individually. Okay. Um, Ann Curry, on her reaction to the Matt Lauer scandal, she said, I was outraged. Ann Curry is opening up about the uh, pain of leaving the Today Show how she bounced back in her emotional new TV series. Um, when news broke in November that Matt Lauer had been fired by the um, NBC for alleged sexual conduct, the phrase somewhere, and Curry began trending on Twitter. Um, somewhere, Ann Curry is breaking out that champagne, somebody wrote, <laughs> and also Ann Curry was mouthing these three simple words. Karma is a beat. Oh, yeah. After barely a year co-hosting to the Day Show, Laura um, with Laura Curry was 61. Damn, she was 61 then. She left the NBC Morning Show in 2012, a painful ordeal that came completely with gossip column speculation that her firing had um, was due process of um, Matt Laura not having good chemistry, so he forced her out. Reflecting on Laura's firing, he didn't. I think he felt threatened by her. Curry says she feels out, outraged that such alleged misconduct was tolerated and tremendously empathy for the victim. Yeah. So as far as her own experience in that workplace, she hesitates when asked if she felt even a touch of um, vindication at how things played out for the man, once depicted as her nemesis, the mother of two, who returns to TV on January 23rd, with the new um, six-part series, the PBS uh, docu-series, will meet again. That's interesting. Stands with all women who have spoken out of, uh, about gender discrimination and, and uh, sexual misconduct um, as part of the Me Too and the Times um, Up movement. The women's movement got us into the workplace, but it didn't make us safe once we got there. Hmm, good point. Wow. Yep. All right, so it's going to be interesting to see Ann Curry. I think she's going to be pretty good. She was a good, re- you know, uh, announcer reporter like then. Her. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. But I didn't know she was 60. Wait a minute, you're saying she was 61 then? Yep. That can be right. And Lara was 60. Well, she didn't look 61. She sure did. <clears throat> That's what it says. She was 61. Okay. Oh, maybe they're saying she's 61 now. Yeah, she's 61 now. Oh, so 2012. 
Okay. Was, um, and and fifties and well, eight years ago. So. All right. Um, the Avengers they just came out this weekend, and that's going to have a whole lot of folks. Is one of the um, King Epic accumulations from, from Marvel. Um, they launched the remember the Iron Man with um, Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah, that was like the red the, suit. Right, that was like the catalyst of all um, these movies coming out, like um, Captain America and um, um, the Ant Man, Spider Man, and all of that. That was a catalyst. Thor. How much did Ant Man make? Because I didn't hear anybody really say anything positive about that. One. Adam, 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 <laughs> Adam. <laughs> that's Adam. <laughs> Uh, uh, but they got a lot of stars in there. So Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, um, Paul Rudd, Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, all the big wigs. I'm like yeah, Don Cheadle's in that. Yeah, I'm like, well, how y'all go, how y'all making money? Shoot. Yeah, you paying all those people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And you know, they they're mentioning that they might you know get some uh, good wins as far as awards like best production design, best film. Um, best makeup and hairstyling, visual yeah. effects, and so on. But I think also too that um, the Black Panther is going to be in that running also. So. It better be. Yeah, it better be. Or, or folks will have a fit. What have Robert Downey's son is doing? I'm not too familiar with him. He, he was all messed oh, up. Oh, doesn't fall too far from the tree. Well, Daddy, uh, probably genetic, unfortunately. Well, Daddy sent that shit down the bloodstream. That's what I said. It's probably <laughs> genetic. Well, one last note, Beyonce took the stage again at uh Coachello and uh <laughs> she oh, was queen. she was she was with her sister. They did a little dance off. But uh also the biggest thing on, on Twitter and everything is they fail. I'm like, Are you serious? Beyonce and uh Yep the launch failed? Yep, they failed. The superstar singer appeared to accidentally drop her younger sister Solange and then they failed. Okay. You have to see the video. Mm. Um, there were no apparent injuries, and uh, they just kept moving. Like, it was, ain't nothing happened. Okay, that's what you do. Play it off. There you go. That's my Hollywood wrap-up. All right, Kettle, thank you very much. Yes, sir. Yeah, and we're in four. Go ahead. You can dance. You can fly. Have the time of your life. All right, now. See that girl, watch that she's singing the dancing queen. Oh, oh, oh. Right. Anyway. Speaking of the cocktail, <laughs> we'll call him Firecracker. Yeah, I think he's had a couple of them. All right, the Firecracker. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, what is it? Oh, this is the cocktail of the week. Yes. All right. Yeah, so cute little All right, break it down. What you got for us? You got four ounces of prairie cucumber vodka. What? Mm. Yeah, that's good cucumber vodka. Sounds like red vodka. wine made that. That's some good cucumber vodka. Anyway, mm, carry so on. Said, four cubes of seedless did watermelon. They, did they peel the skin off it? Two limes diced. Two ounces of simple syrup. We're going to gar- our garnishes. Uh, the lime rim, two watermelon slices, two cucumber slices, and two small mint sprays. <laughs> Damn. So, we're going to combine the vodka, watermelon, and lime in a cocktail shaker. Yeah. Muddle all ingredients muddle, well. Muddle. Uh-huh. Add simple syrup, fill with ice, cover, and shake until ice cold. 
yeah. rim the glasses with a cut lime and dip in the lime rim mixture. Mm-hmm. Fill the glasses with ice and strain the ingredients from the shaker into the glasses. Garnish with watermelon slice, a cucumber slice, and a mint spring. Oh, yes. Oven, 365 degrees. Okay. <laughs> okay. 20 minutes. Now. Why don't you tell us about the Kiss It List since you're on it? Kiss It List. Oh, no. He's on it. With, uh, oh, matter of fact, the firecracker will be on our website. Yes. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, and it's very tasty. It sounds like it. when I heard about yeah. the cucumber, I hope they peeled all the skin off it. Oh, Lord. I think any skin on that one cucumber okay. is nasty. Come on, skin. Anyway, uh, I'm just saying, all right, when you do America, when you're dealing cucumbers, peel all the skin off. What a cucumber comes out of the ground, okay? So that skin is never clean. Can you tell us about the That skin is never clean, okay? So anyway. Papa Didi, what is the kissing list? The kissing list is something that red wine is on daily. And, uh, no, it's just people that show their ass, and, uh, we just want to honor them by, uh, (laughs) by, you know, just acting the fool, you know? And, uh, yeah. I hope that that golf club is on there. Oh, yeah, they're on there. Oh, I'm yeah. going to start it out with Kanye West. Oh, Lord, oh, really? Lord, he's been so well, crazy his romance with Trump. We got oh, yeah. yeah. He's walking yeah. around with a Make yeah. America Great Again hat. Yeah, talking about, yeah. I'm ready to say to him, brother, decided. all the people in this world that struggle for your black ass hmm. to be what you are, to uh, be hanging out with a rich white woman. Okay? I know the Kardashians love black men, but they are white people. Oh, anyway, Lord. go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, I got Trump. Trump is on the list a couple times. One for not getting Melania a gift for her birthday. Oh, Lord. And then having the, the audacity to tell people publicly that he did not get her a gift. I don't know what that was all about. Also, we got Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, for really? firing the chaplain, but not really explaining why. He really? Said the man was getting too political, so he fired him. The Congress chat. I'm like, what? His prayer was a little too political no, for you. No, because he was a he, he had a Democrat state of mind. He was a liberal. Oh, yeah, and whatever. Never, and, but he's leaving. Ryan's leaving. Exactly. So why are you making moves? I don't know. And Ryan never brought his family to D.C. from Wisconsin. He was a weekend dad. Really? Flying back and forth. All the more reason for him to have left well enough alone. But he's going to be a whoop in this election, so he left. People that's resigning, they don't want to run that 18 thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying, why you make it move? You out, you're on the way out anyway. Oh, well, also, I got Trump again for trying to bully his way into hosting the World Cup soccer tournament over Twitter. He was posting stuff on Twitter talking about it'd be a shame if we don't get the whatever, that we put in a bid and we support these countries and they ought to support us and all this crap he was saying on Twitter, you know, trying to bully folks. And, again, Trump and French President Macron for all that hand-holding and kissing they were doing. They were just over the top with that. Mm -hmm. Also, to everybody who's trying to credit Trump for the possible uh, peace agreement in Korea, as if Trump did it, Uh, also all the people that is sending requests to Wakanda, Illinois, for vibranium, as in the movie Black Panther. Are you serious? There's a place in Illinois called Wakanda, not Wakanda, Mm -hmm. W-A-U-C-O-N-D-A, Illinois. People, as a prank, are sending them requests for vibranium, like they did in Black Panther. 
I'm like, y'all, please stop. There's a bunch of white folks there. Probably. <laughs> uh, also, Joseph D'Angelo, the Golden State Killer, who was recently arrested, that old guy, mm-hmm. for all the crimes and whatever he did years ago, thinking he got away with it. Mm-hmm. Also, Karen Turner, Export Authority Commissioner in Jersey for all that cursing out the cops, as she did. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian for her latest nude photo saying that it was promoting her new fragrance. Please, give me a break. That was insane. Mm-hmm. Amazon for raising the price of Prime $20 after they got us all hooked on it. Mm-hmm. Trump one more time for his unscripted 30-minute rant on Fox News Network. Fox News Network for letting him do it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think I want to talk about this. Yeah, he just went on for like a half an hour just rambling. It was crazy. Patrick Meehan, that's that um, representative in Philly for misusing taxpayer money. Ben Carson for trying to raise the rent on the poor people. We got the Grandview Golf Club discriminating against black female golfers. Matt Lauer for being Matt Lauer. (laughs) And Papa Didi. Okay. Uh, You got anybody else, Cattle? No, I think you couldn't cover them. You got anybody else, Papa Didi? Yeah, you. And don't say red wine. (laughs) All right, we got something for everybody on this week's Kiss It Listen. Kiss my entire ass. Yeah, we're back. Oh, that was uh, good. I think Red Wine needs to slow down on the Gunji on the side. Uh, I'm Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Firecracker. Bonsoir. Oh, boy. Bonsoir. Mm. Anyway, uh, so tasty. what's your last see. word, Papa? My last word, I'll tell you what. What you got? What you got? My last word, like I said, in um, Living for the City is to be careful. You know what I mean? The stigma is still alive. You know, white folks are watching everything we do. And this is not a hit to all white folks. This is just white folks that feel like they, they don't want to trust black people. I mean, they'll, they they like us to entertain them and, and make them laugh and watch us, watch us do sports and things like that. But deep down inside, one-on-one, you know, they're very precautious with us. And they, they, they handle us with kid gloves. And I noticed that what I thought were very good old uh, white friends I've had have still let me down by saying something that's very, like, you know, saying, wow, I thought I knew you better than that. And these people I've knew for over 20, 25 years that have embarrassed me as well as made me ashamed to know them based on what he, how they really felt about things. So anyway, um, you know, like, like um, uh, Ellen DeGeneres says, uh, be kind to one another. You know, I think she actually stole that line from um, Jerry Springer. But anyway, that's just my opinion. Okay. Okay. Hey, everyone. Okay, my last word is 
If you're going to bust one, bust them all. Mm-hmm. Stop showing preferential treatment That's to right. various people based on their ethnicity, their color, or their color. financial it's, it's capability. If it's if somebody's color. wrong, they're wrong. If you break the law, you break the law. If they should go to jail, they should go to jail. It should be across the board. All of this showing preferential treatment to people because they're a politician or they're a millionaire or they are a famous whatever, or they're white, or they're female, or whatever it may be. That's not right. That's called if you break, over justice. And I'm saying if you break the law, you should pay the price, no matter who you are, no matter what station you have in life. Stop doing all this stuff. If, you, if you're going to bust one, bust them all. And that's all I'm saying. Thanks for hanging with us tonight. Check us out online at apajamaparty.com. Over to you, Kevin. Okay, my last word is I'm kind of piggyback off of you, Redwine. Fair is fair. We both black, white, red, yellow, green, orange, yellow. I don't care what color you are. We all need to open our eyes to each other and the things that we do. Um, From the Cosby thing to things that Trump does to Kanye West to... I mean, it, it, it's just so broad of, of a spectrum. But we just need to open our eyes and look at the things that people are doing to each other and to themselves. So, just open your eyes. I need to put down my t-shirt. Open your eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. He has given us hills and mountains. Uh-oh. Okay. Somebody open feels our... like being musical. Okay. Open our eyes. That's Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's on the Mighty Mighty album. Okay. My Open favorite is Keep Your Head to the Sky. Oh, yeah. And when I find myself. I knew it. <laughs> Why did you fire yeah, him up? I don't know. Jesus came, they came to make me strong. Yes. Anyway. That's right up. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to say good night. I'm out. Let's get him. Okay. Say All good night, right. Papa. We're done. And thanks for listening. All right. Are you saying good night, Pop? Yeah, but I, I do want to sing one more song. Oh, well, you go ahead and say good night. Okay, well, I'll say bonsoir <laughs> until next time. Uh, over to you, Pop. Take it now, Pop. Uh-oh. There's a song by a guy named uh, Hinton is his last name, and uh, it's called Time Slip Away, and uh, it's... Come uh, with Well, man. Ain't it funny? It's so funny how time can just slip right on away. That's so true. All right. On that note, we're going to slip away. Say good night, Baba. Good night. All right. Good night. And we'll see you next time. All right. On the Pajama Party Show. Thanks for hanging out with us. www.apajamaparty.com. Thanks to. DC Homegrown, our parent company, who were lights on and tolerating us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we appreciate it, and uh, we'll catch you next time around. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. All right, good night. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatanji, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko, Kana. 
I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Party cool, people will see you.